Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Investor Schooling Live with your host, Larry Steinhaus, CEO of Investor Schooling. And somebody screwed up royally at WPHT, so we're on not only five minutes late, we have no way of getting your, your phone calls in because the engineer wasn't around to talk to us and set us up properly, so obviously uh, we're going to have a really tough show today, but let's see what we can do to educate you anyway. I'm here with uh, Ami Murad, my co-host. Debbie is on vacation. I'm here with Carl Fisher, the amazing Carl Fisher from Camaplan, who's going to teach us about IRAs and how to get IRAs and how to use IRAs to make more money. But first, I got to talk a little bit about, um, you know, about our situation. What? No, no. Okay. Our situation or, or, or the situation <laughs> with the engineer? No, no, the situation with the engineer? this morning. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. And I, by the way, this is how, this is when I quit the other show, remember? Yeah. When the engineer was so bad that I had to, I had to. Um, so do you remember that they change in the middle of the show from a repeat to a live show? Yeah, that was in the other show. Yeah, yeah. That we finally had enough, and I said, "I'm done." I know. In right. the money now, chat now. Now this is the first time it's happened to us in six Here, years. Yeah, in and, I, and I do have to say that Natasha's new, and she didn't know how to do our show, and nobody told her because this is this is PhD typical PhD stuff. So it's not entirely her fault, but I do have to say that I'm not pleased at all, and we will definitely uh, take it up with management over the week. So that's my rant for that. But I need to talk to you about your Tesla, man, because you know. <laughs> I have to bust your balls about your Tesla again. You should. So I keep hearing things about Tesla's not running in the winter. He put a blanket over it, I heard. Yeah. (laughs) How did he know? A heated blanket, right? How did he know? So, you know, putting a blanket over Tesla's not going to work. You know that, right? So we went to do the pre-check test yesterday, the interview in Jersey. And, of course, we drove in my car. And the guys keep whining about the fact that he's so cold. So I took a blanket because, of course, I'm ready for this <laughs> situation. So why, why, wait, wait, wait. Why was I cold in your Tesla? Because the heat don't work right now. Because the heat doesn't work. And the wait, wait, wait. So he has a Tesla X, which is the most expensive Tesla, right? Correct. No, it, yeah. No, yeah? yeah? Now there's the Cybertruck. I don't yeah, know how whatever. much those the cost. Cy- yeah. The Cybertruck, that's a joke, too. I know. So he has a Tesla X, and his Tesla X, first of all, the heat doesn't work. The glove, you can't open a glove box. 
Now, yeah, yeah, we were having a conversation before Armin came in a little while ago about, about yeah. cars and you know cars being better, Carl, than when we were kids. They were better. So I, I his could... you, so you remember how you used to <laughs> flip a latch and your love box is open. Yeah. Well, his is electronic, so you have to push a button and it tells the computer a whole bunch of things it's... before it goes and tells a solenoid to open the. the yeah. um, it's more than that. The glove, the glove box. box. Yeah, the glove box. So you have to get a computer. Wait, you're right, right. So you have to get an update <laughs> in the computer in order to tell it to open the glove box. Yeah. How stupid is that? So if I need something from my glove box, mm -hmm. I need to contact uh, Elon Musk in Twitter. It's X. I'm sorry, in X. And to ask him to be able to open my glove box, <laughs> so it's it's not ending there. I I of course went to Tesla, and Tesla wanted like two grand to fix it. The glove box? No, the heat. Oh, yeah. The how how much to fix the glove box? Uh, there is an update. It's coming in a few years. Nobody cares about the yeah. glove box when you're freezing. Exactly. Yeah, but, but if you have but if you have warm you know hand warmers in your glove box, you can't get to them. Yeah, exactly. So. To but me, you didn't have hand warmers so, in there. So I, I tell you what, to me, if a policeman stops me and wants to see my licenses, and like a your, your crazy person, I'm, I'm pressing the button and nothing comes, I said, I'm sorry, police officer, I will go to Elon Musk about that, but I can't show you my license and registrations. The glove box. Because yeah, glove it doesn't box. open. I think that's so, a great idea. It's not over yet, because now we are in the FedEx situation. Of course, I didn't pay Tesla two grand yes. to fix the heat, because I was furious about their attitude. Every time you go there, it's like, do you know that this is an 80-year-old car? Do you know that this is an 80-year-old computer? Do you know that this is an 80-year-old... So you're actually saying to me that you haven't built the, the, the car to, be, to last for more than eight years? Should I throw it to the, to, to the ocean right I now? Because up. eight years? It, it's insane. So I ordered a part, and of course, the supplier sent the part with... Larry, help me here. FedEx. FedEx. When it absolutely doesn't have to be there ever. And FedEx became the worst <laughs> shipping oh, company you didn't, ever. Oh, shipping. Yeah. I thought you said something else. What did I say? Nothing. Don't say it. Though. It was shipping. It was shipping, yeah. I thought you said something else. Ah. And then we would have been in trouble. Okay, but you can blame my accent. Yes, it was your accent. Exactly. Yes. They were the worst shipping company ever. So I get, I keep getting updated that the guy was there and I wasn't there. And I'm sitting at home. Nobody comes. They just update the tablets. The, the, I don't want to say the so word again. So last night, it's the last insane. Night, Castaway was on with uh, Tom Hanks. It was great. He had your package. You saw that? Yeah, he, he had your package. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let's go. Let, let so get this so, one. Yeah. I got a new Audi. Ooh. And me too. Is that a, a belly button or is that no, a car? No, no, no. It's a car, okay. an A8. But my glove box doesn't open. Cools things down. Oh, Ooh. yeah. It has, it has a refrigerator had, in it. Yeah, I had no idea. But all I keep in there is my registration and the book. Well, I think because you're in Florida, I can that open makes it. sense. But you know, my glove box right now cools things down too. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little <laughs> snow around it. <laughs> all right. So let's get real quick. To, let me talk a little bit about why, why Carl's here. Carl, why, why Carl's here. And I, and I think it's you, Carl. Because the last time you were here, we had, we had a problem with the connection to the, to the studio. The PhD was a problem. So it must be you. Yeah. So today we have some other issues, but let's let's. So it must be you. But I want to actually go into some things that Carl does that are amazing. So Carl owns a company called Counterplan, <laughs> and we talk about this all the time. We talk about buying properties in your IRA, lending money out of your IRA, or buying even investments in your IRA. Something called a self-directed IRA, 
And Carl Fisher is is uh, the owner of a company called Camplant, which is a custodian for self-directed IRAs. So let's talk about it real quick. Why don't you explain what a self-directed IRA is? Basically, a self-directed IRA gives you a lot more choices in what assets you want to own. Most people buy funds, uh, stocks, bonds, uh, etc., at their brokerage houses. What we do is we let people pick uh, between gold, silver, real estate, notes, private placements, anything out there that the IRS doesn't prohibit, which is basically anything but life insurance and collectibles. Okay, so so now a lot of self-directed IRAs come, like if you went to, for example, I don't know, some brokerage house, they have something called a self-directed IRA, but it's only self-directed IRA within their Menu. Investments, right. So if they have five investments, you can self-direct. You could pick one of those five investments, but that's not really a self-directed IRA. No. What you do is you basically say, hey, you can take that money and do anything you want with it, anything at all. Right. You find what you want to invest in. You don't have a broker telling you, you know, buy this stock, buy this mutual fund, et cetera. Um, so when brokerage houses use that, you, you have a menu to pick from, what you can do with self-direction. And it really isn't any more diversity than what you... Uh, you know what they pick for you, right? So, so now if I wanted to invest in real estate with a self-directed IRA, so if I let's say I had I don't know, let's say I had half a million dollars and I wanted to put it into Camera Plan, I put it, I give it to you, and but if you don't you don't invest that money. You ju- you're just a holding spot, correct? Yeah, we what we do is the paperwork so that it becomes an IRA and you have tax-free income, tax-free rent, or tax-free interest from a note. Uh, and or capital gains when you go and sell it. So it's just basically an asset, just like a stock or a bond, and your IRA owns it, and whatever it makes goes in there. And if it's a Roth, it's tax-free, and if it's a traditional, you, it's tax-deferred. All right, so basically what's happening now is so, so somebody puts their money into an IRA, they want to buy a house with that IRA, and it's not a house they can live in, correct? Correct. It has to be investments. Right. Now, they're also not allowed to touch the money or even touch the house, technically. <clears throat> Like they can't, they, they can't. If they started collecting rent, they can't take the rent and put it in their pocket. They have to take the rent and put it into the IRA. Right, but then they can take a distribution from the IRA right. if they want to. And we talked about this earlier, and this is one of my favorite things. I say this all the time. If anybody out there has any money, if you have a million, half a million dollars, two million dollars, whatever it is, and you're hitting that seventy, age seventy three, and you have forced to take your required minimum distribution. One of the greatest ways to take your required minimum distribution is to either invest in real estate and collect rent and take that rent back out as your RMD or lend it to a real estate investor and take that interest or that payment, whatever they give you, and take that back out as your RMD. That way your 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 investment never goes down. It actually stays the same. Sure, you're not eating the seed corn. Yeah, which is fantastic. Right, exactly. And And the other thing, you know, that was changed is you're now allowed to continue making contributions after you reach the RMDH. That's insane to me. I don't know. You know, I'm not arguing with it. I can't change it. it. I I don't have the the capability, but that's that was uh, Secure Act 2 allowed people to do that. When was that passed? Two years ago. Okay. So you can actually take your RMDs now and make contributions. Now, are they still tax deferred contributions if it's a traditional IRA? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So you could actually you could actually contribute at, at that age you contribute $8,000 this year. 
Because it's 7000 for everyone else, and it's a $1,000 catch-up, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I always forget the numbers myself, but I believe it's a thousand, 7000 for everyone, and an extra 1000 for, for catch-up. For, for people, people over, over 50. 55, right. So 50. Oh, 50? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know. I mixed the numbers up because 55 is for HSA. Correct. Whatever. Your accountant will know it. Yeah, right, exactly. So anyway, so they can, so if they're getting an income, let's say they're getting a retirement income, let's say it's a pension, and they're paying taxes on that pension income, they can now take $8,000, put that into the into the IRA, and write that off. Well, you know, Have it tax deferred, have it tax right? Deferred, have right? it as a, contribu- a tax-deductible right. contribution. That's amazing. So now, I'm actually starting to think about this. So we always say that Roth IRAs are better than traditional IRAs. Are they now better if you can continue to contribute to your IRA well into your 80s, 60s, 70s, and 80s? Well... The 70s and 80s, I mean, I still like the Roth because there's no tax on it, right? right? Um, And as you get older, those RMDs get bigger. So let's say you're, you know, you're keeping your seed corn, as I call it, uh, at at its same level because you're taking the earnings off of that. But at 115 years old, if you live that long, that distribution is going to be half Right. Of what your uh, balance was at the end of uh, at the end of the year, so the rent isn't going to cover it. Right. You have to point. get more. You got to get more investments or make more money, but it's still going to cover a lot of it. Hey, we, yeah, so, uh, it, it, yeah. If you set your plan up for that, and it depends right. on where you are and and how old you are. So let's do this because we're you know obviously we're very knowledgeable in IRAs and and Roth IRAs and tradi- traditional IRAs. Let's roll back and, you know, in case some people in the audience who don't fully understand what we're talking about, why don't you describe the difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA? Okay, pretty simple. When you put it in, when you put money into a traditional IRA, it's deductible, which means it comes off the top number. So uh, if you if you make $100,000 and you make a contribution of 7000 this year or $8,000, let us just say 7000 then you're only going to pay tax on ninety-three thousand. Okay? okay. If if you make that same seven thousand dollar contribution to a Roth, and you made a hundred thousand dollars, you're still going to pay the tax on that hundred thousand dollars. Right. But when you pull that money out in five, ten, fifteen years, twenty, thirty years from now, on the traditional account, you're going to pay tax on every bit of that money you pull out, the contribution as well as the earnings. If you do that with a Roth, you're going to pull out that money with zero tax. So I love zero tax. Yeah, me too. Right. So, And that's on your contributions mm-hmm. because you've already paid those taxes. But more importantly, it's on all the earnings. So if 10, 15, 20 years, you double your money, you made made all that tax-free. Yeah, and and you don't know on your traditional IRA, what's the tax rate going to be when you pull that out in 5, 10, 15 years from now? Yeah, it's kind of silly. They always used to say that your tax rate's going to be lower when you're older, and that's why you should put money into an IRA, but it's really not that true. Well, right. One is you're supposedly not making as much, but who wants to set up a plan for that? Yeah, right. And, and two, you have no idea what tax rate the government's going to put you in. You, you know, you could be in the 92% uh, 
tax rate when Kennedy was president, uh, and not many people yeah. think you're going to be in but the 28% so, right. one. I always love talking about the 92% tax rate. So, because people don't understand how taxes are actually calculated, mm -hmm. which is funny. Like, so when you said before, uh, somebody making $100,000, they're not actually paying the first level of $100,000. They're actually, uh, the first $13,800 is, is tax-free. Tax -free. Anyway, yeah. so they're not paying full taxes on $100,000. But it used to be the 90, was it 92% tax rate or 97% tax rate? 92, yeah. 92. It used to be anything above a million dollars. Right. So everybody knew how to hide that money, and they never paid it anyway, which is kind of, which I always found funny. But that's okay. It, it's just kind yeah, of interesting, well, uh, yeah. the conversations that we have about taxes. Because I'm going to say that 90% of the people in, in America have no idea how their taxes are calculated. I find it funny. I'll ask people. Well, only 50% like, of them pay income tax. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. Only 50%? Do, do you know why? No. So here, here's the reason. The reason between... between um, the minimum standard deduction, which is uh, thirteen thousand eight hundred dollars per person, or double that, what's that? Twenty seven thousand six hundred per household, per per no per fam per per husband and wife. Yeah, right. So they don't even have to pay taxes or file a tax return. Those people, so they don't even need to. Right. Then you've got people who just are ignorant and just don't and don't make enough money that the IRS cares. Wait, the 13,000, first of all, we need to make it clear that for us, it can be a husband and husband. It doesn't have to be a husband and a wife. Now, my question <laughs> you to you is, there. the 13,000 has to be net or gross? No, 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 it's gross. It's gross. Right, so net would be after you pay taxes. Gross is gross. No, no, but gross is also before expenses. No, no, you're, you're talking about business owners. We're talking about people with an average job. Maybe they work at Wendy's and they make 15 they, yeah, bucks an hour. Yeah, I understand. Right. They still right. have expenses right. like benefits, okay. like the kids and all that, right? No, no, yeah, you're, you're, so you're going into, you're going into a different <coughs> okay. direction that we're talking about, mm -hmm. but that's okay. I, it's actually a great topic for another time. Okay. And, and, and don't bring it up again today. Okay, sure. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you. You'll bring it up five minutes again from now. Yeah, I'm leaving. I also yeah. want to do this. I want to give out the phone number. I'm hoping it'll work. Uh, you know, I can't, I don't know if we have Natasha people, will just have to yeah, tell me that somebody's on the line. 855-939-1137 is our phone number. 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137 is our phone number. And, and call, call just to make sure and it you, works. Yeah, you can call to make sure it works, sure. <laughs> exactly. But you can also call and ask us questions about IRAs, traditional IRAs, how to buy real estate with your IRA, how to buy, how to lend money with your IRA, and... And uh, it's great. So, so all right. So let's go back to Camel Plan. So I always, I always find this interesting, Carl, about your company. So if somebody buys a house with their IRA, <clears throat> right, you don't make any money on that. No, we don't get a commission or anything. Right. You only make money on a service fee. Correct. And the service fee that you're charging for is to make sure that it's IRS compliant. And do the IRS reporting and provide a portal, et cetera, for the people and give them a statement just like Merrill and... Uh, any other brokerage house. Right. So so they're giving you a statement. They're doing all this work for you. They're making sure it's compliant. You have a staff of a whole bunch of people now, right? How many people? Uh, for operations, we're yeah. about 25. 25 wow. people. So so here, so here, think about this, right? So you give Carl, and it doesn't matter how much you give him. It could be 100000 It could be 50000 It could be $2 million, It could be $20 million, It doesn't matter. Every year. And he doesn't make any money on how much money you give him. He makes money on the reporting. So he basically charges for the reporting. And how much do you charge a year for that? Well, the transactions. Uh, we have two ways. One is based on the number of assets you have. So if you had a million-dollar house 
we would charge $300. If you had a million dollar house and a hundred thousand dollar house, you'd have two assets and we'd charge $600 right. for that. So per asset, it's because you have to do reporting on each asset, correct? Sure. Right. We have to do reporting on the cap. Plus it's work for us. Right. Right. We have to do the, be there at the closing, sign the paperwork, collect the, sure. collect the interest or the rent payments, whatever it is. So $300 a year. That's it. $300. And I always look at Carl and go, Carl, how can you possibly, you know, feed 25 people in your company with $300 a year? And well, going on a cruise. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, it's low margin. Right. But we have high volume. Right. Okay, so there's thousands, thousands yeah. of people that do this. That's amazing. It is. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. So it's Pe incredible. People, People like to invest in what they know and understand. And if they're in real estate or hard money lending, or they like certain private placements, that's great. So 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137 is our, is our phone number. And if you want to call in, you can. Um, you know, we'll try to, hopefully we'll get connected to, to Natasha and we'll be able to, uh, we'll be able to connect, connect us to it, connect you guys to us. Because uh, this is a fascinating subject. And you got people there, especially on this station. You got the average person in this station is probably in their sixties, right? And if you're if you're twenty year old listening to this station, good for you. You'll probably get better knowledge than listening to some of these other dopey stations. But the average person in, in, in listening to this station is in their sixties ish, right? Maybe more. And these people have IRAs. They have traditional IRAs. They have Roth IRAs, and they don't quite know what to do with this money. And we talk about it all the time. We talk about, you know, you can lend it to a real estate investor. By the way, I always like to just real quickly put a disclaimer. I'm not looking for your money. I don't care. You know, I you know we do borrow money from people's IRAs. We do borrow money from their Ross and their traditional IRAs. But we, you know, I'm not soliciting for money. I'm, I'm educating on what we do because I want to be really clear that this is not a solicitation for money. It's, it's, uh, it's even Carl's not a solicitation for money. It's just he's here to explain what you can do. And... We recommend Camel Plan. I'll tell you the number one reason we recommend Camel Plan, because I know Carl. So I know when I have, if I have a problem, I can call Carl or I can call his son Ryan, and I can say, "Hey, I got a problem. Can you solve it?" And it's mostly you want to know. You want to know whose fault it is most of the time? Me. No, mine. <laughs> like ninety-eight percent of the time, I call I call Carl or Ryan. They're like, "Yeah, because you didn't do this." I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's my fault. Sorry." Because you know, I've never actually seen them. I've never actually seen them. Not, you know, not be able to work something out. Their paperwork is simple, but I hate paperwork, so I'll fill out something wrong, and you know, then I'll call them up and say, "Hey, I filled this paperwork wrong," or something. So, so that's why, you know, we recommend Camel Plan. By the way, when you come to investor schooling, one of the things that you're gonna know is we recommend a lot of people, and almost never do we make any commission on anyone we recommend. Like, Carl won't give me any money. I don't even want it, to be honest with you. If he's only getting 300 bucks, what am I going to get? Right? It's like, I won't get any money from Carl for referring him, even when we talk about some of the other people who come to investor school. But your clients do, yeah. do do make a savings because we give them yeah, a, uh, of course. A, a reduction. If they come oh, yeah, that's right. Guys. I forgot about that. That's right. We, right. we take off the initial fee, right? The application right. fee. And the application yeah. fee is how much normally? $75. And now it's, and if they do go through us, it's how much? 25 I think. Okay, I don't so know yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know either anymore. I know. <coughs> you so, save so, 50 bucks. Yeah, so you save 50 bucks in your application fee. And it's funny because it's, you know, we're talking about millions of dollars here. And we're going to save you 50 bucks anyway. But it, it is what it is. But the idea is we trust these people. We <coughs> teach how to invest money with your IRA, how to use your traditional IRA, how to. Kind of create a self-directed IRA and make money. Now you've had some people in your that have become clients of yours that have really crushed it 
in some businesses. They took their IRA money and put it into businesses, correct? Uh, some have, yep. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of lot of different different ways. I mean, most of the people are buying real estate. And when I say real estate, that can be raw land. It could be a, a commercial uh, retail spot. It could be multifamily if you're doing it through a private placement. Other people have turned their IRAs into many banks and lent money to real estate investors, yeah, sure. such as yourself or or other people out there, or uh, put their IRAs together and bought a, bought a property, did a joint venture. So there's all kinds of strategies and, and uh, ways for people to do it. But I do want to tell you that Ryan uh, has left the oh, company yeah. okay. and is out on doing his own okay. uh, um, work. But uh, anybody, our staff will take good care of any of our clients. Well, I'll ask for you for now and then. Say it again. I'll ask for you for now and then. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> no, but feel feel free. You know, if you don't get if our staff can't answer it, all those they, questions they, go they to always, me. They, they always answer. Yeah. I mean, but if I, they I haven't can't, called. I haven't called you guys probably in two years with a question. Yeah, it was in the beginning. The first couple I did, you know, years ago. Couple, first couple I did, I did. So I, I actually pay a lot of money to Carol Plan every month because I and I'm not paying it to you. I'm actually paying it to the to the IRA holders, but it goes to you. And then you distribute it to their IRA. Right. It goes into their IRA account when you mail it to us. Right. So it's really neat. So by the way, if you guys want to learn how to invest in real estate using your IRA, or if you want to you know, find out what you should do with your IRA, I mean, you know, this is just general conversations. 855-939-1137 is our phone number. 855-939-1137. You can call in now. Hopefully we'll be able to get through. 855-939-1137. Give us a call. Let us know what you think if you have any questions on how to do IRAs. So I have a question for you, Omri. Go. How old are you? I am 38. Do you have an IRA yet? No, not yet. So this is going to be the first year for me to do an IRA. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, you could actually go back and go for last year, too. You you can contribute for last year, too. What do you mean? If you open up your account before April 15th and make a contribution, it'll go for 2023. Really? And yeah, then, so and you then can, you still can back do another year. one for 2024. So if you want to, you know, you can put 6,500 in for 2023 and then 7,000. I love America. Why? Because the laws are very pro the people. You, you think so? I do. But I, 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 I don't <coughs> disagree with you. I just find it interesting that, you know, we were talking about this earlier. So we, we Carl, I was having a sidebar conversation before we came on the air. <sighs> When we talked about being able to still contribute, I absolutely, the tax laws were written for the rich. And once you understand them, and we teach a lot of them, once you understand them, you you realize that, you know, it, it it's the middle class who, who's ignorant that pays the most taxes. It's the education. Education, yeah, education that's it. Yeah. It is the education. Right, so you need to learn. If you get all your papers and you throw it at your accountant... And you don't understand why you pay so much taxes without even understanding what are your deductions. I blame the person. Who? The person or the accountant? No, the person. The person. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. Not the accountant. Right. Because yep. there are many accountants there. Everybody know their own law, laws and rules. And yeah, we, we have a lot of accountants that are just before retirement. My worker, Chino, just showed me his tax return. And I was amazed. Like, where, 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 where's your, your truck? Oh, Where's no, your really? time? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. And I said, okay, I hope it's not filed yet. This is a draft. Throw it to the garbage, and we start all over. Who's he filing with? H&R Block? 
I don't know is who. Hmm. I don't know who. He, he, he has a guy that, of course, speaks Spanish, so it helps him. Right. But apparently he doesn't know what he's doing. So he's paying a lot in taxes. Wow. Which he shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Which he shouldn't. So yeah, I'll help you look at that, too. We all need so, to understand that. Yeah. So Armory has a small contracting business. And he has a guy. His name is, first name is Chino. And um, he does a lot of work for me. He does a lot of work for Army. He does a lot of work for some of the students. He's actually nice business moving up. Mm-hmm. But Army pays him a salary. So he pays him a W-2 salary. He's on a paycheck, yeah. And he's got a whole bunch of expenses that he put that he should be able to put in. He actually should form his own corporation. And he should, he should, you should pay 10 him 99. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That would give well, him I more mean, somebody should, somebody should be looking at this, but where do they teach that? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Investor School is one place, but yeah, nobody, exactly, no right. one. I went to an Ivy Nowhere. League college and they yeah. didn't teach me that. Right. right. And I've learned more talking to practitioners and going to places like the uh, yeah. Investor Schooling uh, to learn those types of exactly. strategies, yeah. laws, and, and the way to, to count it. When I so. found out all the things that people don't know about money, it amazed me. I wrote a book on it. And that's exactly It's called yeah. Money Hacks, right. And it, it was a, it's a book that talks all about because people don't know anything about money. Yes. One of the things that amazed me the most is the fact that I have two chi- children that I can hire for the business. Yes. So many people listen to that right now and they said, no, no way. You can't hire a seven-year-old. You need to come to investor schooling and understand that this is completely legal so now you're legal so you can actually hire them for how much thirteen thousand eight hundred dollars a year and they won't pay tax on that we talked about that earlier of course they won't pay taxes on that Mm -hmm. because they don't even have to file a return interestingly enough if you have a business which is how you're hiring them Mm -hmm. you can write that off as salary Mm -hmm. i'm sorry you know paid salary paid to the kids yes correct so now you may have to you may have to pay social security and yeah right you get right exactly you have to pay on their name under their name, yes. Okay. It's a little bit, yeah. It's just a little bit of money. It's not much, especially for thirteen thousand. Yeah, it's fifteen percent something like right. that. Right, exactly. That's really, really small. Yeah. So you're paying that, and better then, than yours. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And now the really interesting thing is, you take that thirteen thousand eight hundred dollars, and you open up a Roth IRA for them. For them, the sixty-five hundred, <laughs> seven thousand this year. And if if they want to use it for their education, because it's a Roth IRA, they can. You've been Some paying attention to class. Sometimes. Yeah, some okay. of it they can use. They could use the Roth IRA. Some of some of it. What so do you mean some they, of they it? They can't. They can't take out the earnings. Okay, but they, they can, can take the principal. All, they can take all the principal out. Okay, yeah. but not and the earnings. And ten thousand dollars worth of earnings. Okay, and they can keep saving there until they will retire. Yep. Under the right. same. And then the other thing too yeah. is remember that you gave them that money tax deductible to your business, right? Mm-hmm. So now you opened a, you opened an account with them. So you put six thousand or seven thousand into it. You have five thousand eight hundred dollars left. Now you use that five thousand eight hundred dollars to buy their clothes, or their bicycle, or their toys, and you're basically buying their toys and their bicycle and their things from their own money. No, from tax, from money that you tax deducted out of your business. I know. This is great stuff. I love this stuff. So I do have a question about that. Sure. I, I think we discussed that before, uh, mainly with with Doctor Dab. Does I need to put them? On a payroll, and can or can they be like a ten ninety nine? Better to put. You know, it got to be payroll. It can't be ten ninety nine. But you want to put them on a payroll, and you want to actually hire a payroll company to do it. The only reason you want to do that is so the IRS ever comes back to you and says, "Did you really do this? You can prove you did." So the thing about that is, if I'm putting them on a payroll, right now I need to pay for them workers' comps, which I don't even know how to describe the position, 
to the insurance That's company. That's an interesting point. Yeah. It's an interesting point, I know. I believe you can yeah. get workman's comp, you can get exclusion for family members. Okay. I had that. I need to and check also, that. Also, uh, um, it's, it, it's small anyway. Also you know, if, they're all, if, if they're doing like office work. Like 5% those days, yeah. Workman's comp? Yeah. Dep- depend on the position, uh, actually. Yeah, if yeah, you're, yeah, if you're a roofer, it's bad. Yeah. Right? If you're a administrative person in the office, it's not. not okay. It depends on what the that. state yeah. is. Yeah. And then the other one is you can also do an educational savings account, which all the earnings and the contributions can be taken out to pay for any schooling up until they're 30 years old. That's a, So you're talking about a... Um, Coverdell. Coverdell, thank you. Yeah, it's, or, 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 what's it called? ESA. Coverdell ESA, yeah, right. Which is, which is funny because education savings account is what it's called. Right. And they call it a Coverdell just to confuse you. Or a CISA. Yeah, yeah. just to confuse you, right. Which I, don't, I never understood because it's like, you know, it's just simply an education savings account. Right. Works like a Roth for right. education. Right, exactly. I'm very worried. Why? So it's 10.38 right now. Yes. Do you know what, what time we are off air? I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know when the music I'm, starts. I'm past. I'm past. Uh, <laughs> I'm past the you know the the uh, the, the problems scenario this here. Yeah. I want to keep doing the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got Carl here. He's a great guy. And and I finally, to... we have a show about money. We have a show yeah. about money. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So so um, all right. So real, well, so, I flew up last night just to be here, Larry. I know you flew yeah, in. Yeah, right. So listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to give me. You flew first class, right? I did. I right, could. I want you to give me the tickets, the price of tickets, uh-huh. and I'm going to set it to PHT. Okay. Good. All right, and they're going to reimburse us. Good. Great. All right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'd like to see that. We'll go out to dinner. Yeah, yeah, dinner. We'll go, yeah, exactly, yeah. right. So you flew up first class. The plane took off at the time he was supposed to take off? He went from Florida to, to Pennsylvania. No. He didn't oh, it didn't? off at the time. No, it did not. So I have a question for you about that because we had an experience this week, me and him. Because the flight was delayed and you were on the plane, I guess, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't want to tell you the whole story, but yeah. No, no. I want to hear the story. Well, we have a whole story, too. Have, so we were supposed to buy a home, you, home park last yeah. week that we got delayed till next week because we couldn't get there. Have you been served food and drink while you were on the ground? No. I, no, no. Drink I have. He's in first class. He gets all the drinks he wants. Yes, drink, drink I have. but not food and, yet. No, no, no but they would, they, would, they would have brought him cookies if he asked. Okay, good. Yeah, but yeah. you, can, you yeah. can't do that in Maine. You can do that in first class. Yeah, only first class, I know. Right. Yeah, yeah. so Larry will tell the story. All right, so <laughs> now we got to go off on another, another tangent, right? You know, it was funny because I wanted to do this all in the intro today. I wanted to talk about all this you stuff. You once in first class. Well, you class. might as well, might as well yeah, talk about yeah. it, right? <laughs> so, so I always fly first class. Always, because I just I, I just don't want to deal with it. I want the bigger seats. I want to be comfortable. You know, I like getting my drink. You know, it's just you know the fact that I you know come this far. I want to also you know enjoy it, right? So I'm always and we're going to buy this. We're going to buy this mobile home park. We're supposed to close on Wednesday, so we're flying up Tuesday. So what happens Tuesday is a major snowstorm or a minor major snowstorm, whatever it was. So four o'clock in the morning, I wake up. I look at the look at the. I check the flight. Flight's still good. Five o'clock, check the flight, still good. I gotta pick him up at six. I'm on my way to pick him up. I check the flight, the flight's still good. We get to the airport. We go oh wait, we get to the airport. I go through pre check. Forty five minutes later he comes through not pre check. <laughs> so I made him get pre checked this week, but that's another story. We get together, we go we go up to the lounge, you know, the uh, the Admirals Club, American Airlines Admirals Club. We have a nice enjoyable breakfast, right? Then we go down and we go down the plane and and we didn't ha- I didn't buy first class this time because 
you know, Army's like, stop buying first class. You're spending all our money because you know we have this pot of money to buy this mobile home park, uh-huh. and obviously this is its own business. And he's like, stop spending all this money. Yeah. Like, find a fly economy just for you. So we squish ourselves into these seats, right? So there's somebody else sitting next to Army. He's in the middle. I'm in. They became smaller. They, I'm yeah, they were definitely sure smaller. they became right. smaller. So we squish ourselves into the seats, and they load the plane, and all of a sudden the pilot gets on the phone and gets on the intercom and says, "We can't move because the." The loader that loads the luggage is yeah. stuck in the snow. And I'm like, really? I mean, come on. You can't take five of those guys downstairs just to push this thing out of the way? I mean, how big is the loader? The loader's smaller than a car. We volunteered to go down off the plane and push it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they finally pushed the loader. An hour later, they finally pushed the loader out of the way. Right. Then we're, we're, we start, he goes, okay, we're going to back up. We start the taxi. And with taxi and, we're, and I'm like, we're getting to the taking, runway. This is taking a really yeah. long time in taxi. So I open up the visor. I look out the window, and I see the gate. We're heading back to the gate. So now that was another half an hour to make this big circle around the runway, back to the gate, back to the gate. Over two hours we're in on the plane. Wait, yeah. we're in the plane for an hour and a half now, and you know, and we always call Army the immigrant, <laughs> right? Because he self-proclaimed his name as the immigrant. So I put on Facebook. First time I don't fly first class, I'm stuck sitting next to an immigrant. So Facebook lights up. Facebook goes crazy because of what I said, because they think I'm insulting immigrants, right? <laughs> so you got anything from people going, you know, throw the guy off the plane to uh, to um, to take him to New York and drop him off. So that was a kind of a, just kind of a sidebar. It was sidebar. something about why they are not crossing right. from Mexico. Yeah, well, yeah, right. So that so that, you know, I mean, people actually call me a racist because I said I'm sitting next to an immigrant. They're like, who cares if you're sitting next to an immigrant? No, you don't know the inside joke. The inside joke is we call him the immigrant. Of course, yeah. Right. So, so anyway, we, we were on the plane. They pull up into the gate, and the pilot comes on and goes, one of our generators died, and we, we're not sure if it's a good idea to take off. But obviously, it's not a good idea to take yeah. off. So we sit on the plane another 20 minutes, and he finally says, everybody off the plane. We'll see if we can fix it. So we wait for three hours in the airport for them to fix it, and every hour we get a notice that says it's now boarding, it's now boarding, it's now boarding, and we get there and it's not boarding. While there is no plane, right? And the pilot just left the <coughs> Home Depot to buy a generator. Yeah, he went to Home Depot. Right. So finally, they canceled the flight, and we went home, and we, you know, so now we had to reschedule. Yeah. We haven't bought. The, we we had to close in the mobile home park this week. So I, of course, I put down, I put down on Facebook, I put down, you know. Flight's canceled. Now I have to drive the immigrant home. <laughs> and people were like, oh, that's so nice of you to drive somebody home. I'm like, you don't understand. This is the guy I came with. But I just thought it was very, it was very funny. All the people so that are so much against racism turn out to be very racist. Don't they? I, 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 I know. It's very interesting. It's a, kind of a strange And yesterday we, we went for the, for the TSA <laughs> pre-check interview, okay? And the guy in the interview read my visa and say, immigrant. And of course, I'm not getting an insult. That's what state in my. He's an immigrant. <laughs> I mean, you know, Carl, were you an immigrant or were your parents immigrants? Uh, my grandfather. Good. Yeah, so we're all immigrants. Someone right? was immigrant. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the nation. Not, not yeah. all of us speak with that accent, though. No. To t- give the phone number out so we could tell we could turn people on. Someone again. will actually answer them. Probably not. Okay, it's eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Again, it's eight five five nine three nine eleven. 37. Kimmy, you are welcome to call us just to check if it's actually working today. (laughs) (laughs) 
855-939-1137. You want to call about IRAs? If you want to call call and, and call um, call the in and, and just call the immigrant and ask yeah. them to tell the phone number, we can. We should. Um, I didn't do any commercials today because I'm not sure if they know how to do it at the station, so we're just going to keep going. All right, so Carl, let's go back to you. Right, I want to get well, back. One to thing I do want to tell you, if sure. you, if any of your flights are on those Boeing Maxes, oh they're, yes, they're, they're pulling they're pulling them offline. Seven thirty seven. The Boeing Max. I'm yeah, not yeah, sure yeah. which. No, so there's a thirty seven. There's a seven thirty seven. Then there's three different versions of a seven thirty seven. The seven thirty seven Max is the one that was the one that they had two crashes when when. Uh, <coughs> I, I think so. Yeah, and they and they they basically have changed some of my flights. And I don't know what they've changed them to, but I'll go back and look. So I was pretty sure they fixed all of them. No? So it's not the Max. Well, they're taking them off and fixing them supposedly. So the Max or, or checking them. Yeah. Right. So here, here's what happened. So the the Alaska Airlines, the door popped off. The door plug popped off. You know about that? No. Yeah. yeah so the mid-flight, one of the doors just released itself. In the middle? In the middle of flight. Yeah. And just so you know, those masks did come down, so they're really there. And the nice thing about that, too, is you had to make sure you took your mask off to put the mask on. Finally, a mask that actually do something. Yeah, fine, yeah exactly. <laughs> so so anyway, so the so so that door came off. And then they started checking a bunch of other 737s, which, by the way, that was that was a plane that we were on. We were on a 737. I know. And we're scheduled to get on the same exact plane, the same exact number, uh, on Tuesday. So we'll see. Maybe they, they may move it. So the 737. But now it's a first class. Now it'll be first class, so at least we'll get to drink. <laughs> yeah. If it takes off. If, if it, it takes, takes off. off. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll I told him. He argued with me because... When when we scheduled the flight, I said, let's go Frontier. And he's like, I don't want to go Frontier. And I said, listen, you don't get it. With Frontier, you always take off. Sometimes you're not landing, but you always take off. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, luckily, it's the opposite. <laughs> Most of the time. You, you know, I like Frontier and Spirit. Oh, no, 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 no. I've been, I, I did Frontier once. I did Spirit once. I'm like, no, no, no. no spirit, not, not I for me. Yeah. I can't go Not spirit. for me. All right. But anyway, so. Where are we? So I have done Frontier because they have straight through flights to a lot of places. Okay. Yeah. So, so funny, I had to do Spirit one time because I had to go back from Las, Las Vegas to Los Angeles really early in the morning, and it was the only flight. And it wasn't terrible. It was just that the trying to lo, trying to check in was impossible. Okay. That was the part I had a problem with. Where you know American Airlines, I just woke up to. The, Priority service thing, and boom, 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 I'm in, I'm, I'm, on, my, I'm on my plane in, in 10 minutes. With Spirit, you walked in, there was a line. I, I couldn't believe how long the line was to check in. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was where I just didn't know how and it Spirit costs works. Money. Yeah, well, everything costs money. Yeah. yeah. The longer you stay in the line, the more money it costs you. <laughs> they, charge, they, charge, they, have, they give you a meter, and they charge you, you know, yeah. five cents a minute or something. In inflation. Yeah, and if you yeah. want air, that's another cost. Uh, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, we, so we only have 10 minutes to talk about you and Cabin Planet. I want to get back to you because, you know, this is all about you, Carl. All right. Because, you know, every time we have you, something goes wrong. I know. I'm starting to get a complex. That's uh, why we, we invited guests, just to be able to blame someone. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I wasn't here one day, and the microphone got disconnected. I wasn't here. And I was still blamed for disconnecting the microphone. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. I sat down, <laughs> and my microphone just unplugged itself. It right just, while you were there? As soon as I started the show. Like we did the check, the radio check before, and the second I started the show, the microphone unplugged itself. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> know, anyway. Ghosts. Yeah. You, you know, um, gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, gremlins. Tommy. Right. All right. So getting back to the account plan. So there's all kinds of things you can do. So you can do a Roth IRA. You can do an IRA. And I also do something called an HSA, uh -huh. which is a health savings plan. 
Now, those are my favorite. I know, but people don't even know about these. Tax things. deductible yeah. going in and tax free coming out. Right. Well, they're not completely tax free going out. So, so well, if they're for medical expenses, right, they're right. tax free. So one of the cool things is I always talk about my nine hundred dollars glasses that I'm wearing, and you know the whole the whole what happened was I had a pair of glasses and I got a dog, right? And when I got a dog, you know you get a puppy and dog they chew everything, glasses. and my dog ate my glasses. So I had to go to to um, lens I've crafters. Seen, I've seen kids like you in in school. <laughs> yeah, you know, not, not my homework, my yeah, classes. Yeah. So I go to lens crafters, and I had to go to lens crafters, and I had to get another pair of glasses. I had to get one in a hurry, and I pick out these lenses of the, the, this you know this frame that's a, some name brand I don't even know what it is, right? And I really liked them. And when I was all done, it was nine hundred and sixty dollars for my glasses. And I'm like, holy cow! But I bought them anyway. Now, most of you guys you know, would be smart enough not to spend $960, but most of you guys can't write off that $960 in classes. I can. And the reason I can is because I have an HSA. Now, the interesting part about that is I'm not even going to write it off because that was three years ago. I didn't write it off then. I'm going to write it off when I'm 65. When I take my money out of my HSA, and then I give all the receipts for all the money that I've spent for all my medical expenses for the last 10 years... And each dollar that I put in that I actually get a tax deduction for this year, I get the tax deduction for it. I, I don't have to pay I don't have to pay that tax deduction back when I'm when I take the money back out because all I have to do is show the receipts. Exactly. I, I take a credit card just for medical expenses. I buy everything on that credit card. Oh, the credit card too. gives me a statement at the end of the year and then you just add those up every year and uh, you, you know, minimizes your bookkeeping. Now there are some companies that that um that actually have a tracking system, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how they make any money because they don't charge me anything for this Wait, tracking system. I don't get what you just mentioned. So right now you are buying the glasses from your own money, right? But you keep the receipt, right? So there is no tax deduction for this year, right? There is only tax deduction when you pull the money from your HSA, right? So you need to understand. No, 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 no. When he puts money into his HSA yeah. this year, yeah, he gets a deduction. He'll put three or seven thousand into mm-hmm. his, to his and HSA. That depends. I think seventy eight hundred. Seventy eight, yeah, seventy eight hundred, right? He gets that deduction no matter what. Anyway, yeah, okay. So now it's deductible. Now, if he wanted to take that nine hundred sixty dollars out this year, he could, and pay no tax on it. From the from the seven thousand eight hundred, or from money that is there from previous years, right? right. Exactly. Or or from the note that he lent that out, and the interest is coming back into. Now, did you hear what he just said? That's the key. You can use your HSA just like an IRA. You can buy houses with it. You can lend money to other people. You can invest in corporations with it, and you can make your HSA grow really big. And then you only have to pay taxes on whatever medical expense you don't have. So. If there is tax deduction on your HSA every year, every year you contribute year, to your yep. HSA, there yep. is a tax deduction. Right. You say that you will need to pay tax on this money when you retire? No. You'll never pay tax on it if you take it out. As long as you have medical expenses. expenses. As long as you have medical expenses. Right. So if you have, so from, from let's say if you start your HSA now. Yeah. From age 38, right? And you put mm-hmm. this money in every year, every year, every year, every year, every year. Every year and you just you got to make sure you save your receipts though for all this time. That's the key. You got to have a system that saves your receipts. He was saying he uses one credit card, which is very smart. Also, the health insurance. Not 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 your health insurance. Not health insurance. Aren't your health your health insurance premiums are not deductible. Okay, not here's something interesting. Most things that people are not deductible 
for for um for or not applicable to health insurance or not deductible are deductible in your HSA. Gym memberships are deductible in your HSA. Vitamins are deductible in your HSA. It's anything. Chiropractors are deductible. Right. And travel to and from. Yeah. The doctors. To, yeah. to, to yeah. the doctors, to the gym. Uh, right. And for your kids and your wife, as as long as you're paying, you know, up to age 26 for your kids. So you keep that record the whole time. Okay. And then you get to take the deductions. You're 38, so in, in 25 years, if you want that, you go and you say, here's all my receipts. Yeah. And I want that money, and I'm going to go buy a Harley. Or a car, or a vacation, or and what? Pool. What about the rest of the money in the HSA? I'm getting only the amount that I have receipts for. No, let's you can say, get it all okay. if you have. If you let's say you had fifty thousand in your account, okay, and you only had receipts for forty five thousand. Great. Yeah, ha- and you took the fifty out. You have to take the five thousand. You have to pay taxes on the five thousand. Only over the only five thousand, right? And right. only on the profit over the five thousand. No, over the it. principal too. Yeah, yeah, because, because you, you didn't it. get a deduction. Okay, I understand. I okay. mean, because you didn't pay tax right. on it. No, I was pretty sure, like the IRA, <clears throat> that once you take the money when you retire at a certain age, there is no tax anyway. You said with an HSA that there is a tax when you take it after retirement. Well, Only if you don't have the... The receipts. Right. <clears throat> I understand. Exactly. Okay. But when you say when you retire with your IRA, it yep. has to be a Roth for no tax. Correct. Traditional there is. I know. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to do this because... This is the stuff we teach at investor schooling. I mean, we. I, I mean, and, and that's I why you get stuff. a deduction because right. we don't have to know. spend as yeah, much really time. I love this stuff because because yeah. investor schooling is just amazing. When we we teach this stuff, we teach real estate, we teach stock ops, we teach stock market. We did a whole thing on the stock market on Thursday. We explained how the stock market works for the basic. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and people don't know. And everybody says, um, you know, ask me, well, which account should I have? The answer is how many? Ma- how many can right. you have? All right. of them, yeah. exactly. You should have every single account. I mean, there's so many things we could talk about. We could talk about SEPs. We could talk about um, simples. solos, simples. Yeah, solo four hundred one. There's so many different ways that right. we talk about this stuff, and we have Carl come in and talk about them too. So I do have another points. question for Carl before we we, we finish. Uh, we talked about uh, when you have health insurance and your deductible is over a certain amount of money. I think when your deductible is over 1500 A high deductible. Right. Yeah, but what is a high deductible? Um, it's 1500 now. I it's think 1500? it is 1500 yeah. this year. It changes every year. So if your deductible is 1500 what's the benefit you get? It's called you can, a, do that, you, right. you can do a health savings account where you can put the money in ahead of time, get a deduction for that year. Now, if you wanted to to you know, let's say you had an operation and you needed that money. Yes, you can take it back out. It's available to you twenty four seven. Uh, you can take it out and spend it for for that year. Let's say you lost your job or something, and you had a you needed health and sh- health uh, uh, costs for things for doctors, et cetera. You yeah. could take that money out and use it. That's amazing. So, and and do you still have the benefit that before April fifteen? You can still deposit for an HSA for previous year? If you had an HSA. No, if I didn't? If you didn't, no. No, okay. You so have to year. have the HSA, but you can you can look at where you get your insurance, ask the guy if it's an HSA plan, if it's a high uh, deductible. Plan. High deductible uh, and what, what's, what's the benefit of this plan again? When you get a high deductible plan, HSA plan? Um, well, it used to be cheaper. Okay. Um, was true. one, and I don't know if it still is or not because I got forced onto Medicare. Um, 
but it used to be cheaper and the other one is you're allowed to contribute to a health savings account which gives you a deduction in that money that year so i mean i think everybody should have uh high deductible uh hsas because you get that deduction no matter what whether you're going to save it yeah, for later or you're going to use it for this year amazing all right cool i love it all right so Real quick, so we got. I'm not sure how much time we have. I think we have two minutes left. Let's continue as much as we can. No, that's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's let's do this. So real quick, so if somebody wants to open up a a, a uh, IRA with Counterplan and invest in other things besides the traditional stuff, how's the best way to reach you? Uh, Counterplan.com is our website. You can schedule an appointment there. And again, if the people that uh, pick up your appointment, can't answer your questions, just ask them, say, hey, can I have a call with Carl, and you'll do it. But camaplan.com or call our office number, 215-283-2868, 215-283-2868. And, of course, you can come to Investor Schooling and learn how to do this. That's the key. Learn how to do it. Once you learn how to do it, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. You could make 8, 10, 15, 20, whatever. I mean, you can. I'm not telling you will. I was pretty sure I knew well, all that. Money, and, money on, yeah. on your on your IRAs and your Roth IRAs, your traditional IRAs, and you can invest in anything you want. The greatest thing is investing in real estate because especially with an IRA, you've got lots of time to invest in real estate. You should be putting in, as of this year, and actually you should backdate next year from yeah. last year, you should be putting in the maximum. Uh, you, you should do it in a Roth IRA, putting in the maximum, and do it immediately. I am. I'm All right? going to, yeah. And then we'll talk about where to put that money. There's a couple of different places to put it. We kind of out of time, but I, I have all kinds of cool strategies that I use for people that put money into the into the IRA through Cabin Plan, invest in certain places. When it builds to a certain number, you then put that into a real into real estate or or loan, and then you use that extra income to invest some more. But I can't get into it now because I think I think we have 15 seconds left. Okay. So I want to tell everybody to go to investorschooling.com. That's investorschooling.com, and come see us. I'm Larry Steinhaus. We were talking to Ami Murad, my co-host, and of course, Carl Fisher from Climate Plan. I want to thank you again for coming out, Carl. I want to thank you for Natasha to, for making sure we got on the air. Even if we got on late, we got on the air. And we'll see you guys on Thursday, InvestorSchooling.com. Thanks, Larry. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.